crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another wonderful episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. He's not lying. It is going to be wonderful. What's going on, everybody? My name is Dan, and welcome to episode 105. 105. Jeez. Jeez. What, you know what, Steve? When, when people say, like I just did right now, I said, welcome to episode 105. That's not correct. I'm just correcting myself right now. It should be 105. Or 105. Why do people do You're that? Right. It's, again, this is a little. We're starting off a little Seinfeldian here, but why do you suppose why we do that? Do people? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? No, but really, do you do that? Uh, 105, 50. Oh, 10. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Why do we accept that? We shouldn't. I think it's easier when you're saying something, it flows off the tongue better than zero. Oh, most definitely. I was talking. I was uh, had a conversation. We do the a lot of things are just are easier instead of saying that is a whole different conversation. We made up a whole nother. Yeah, because it's just easier. All the zero and yeah, we it just we do whatever is the most easy thing to do, and then we make it a thing. And then it doesn't help that now our dictionaries will be like, well, they'll be like, hey, why don't we just add that to the dictionary? <laughs> like, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> Someone at Webster's like, fuck it, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Throw it in. Just shaking their head. You know, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> People are making up words at a lightning fast rate. Fuck it. Just throw it in. That You know what's funny to me is, uh, like, you're one of the well-spoken people in, in a crew. I <laughs> think you're one of you. Dude, I'm telling you. Once the old mouth talk. gets warmed up, I think I'm okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Steve. Uh, now, no, seriously. you know, the past five minutes may change that. What was the word I just said? <laughs> what was the, I can't what even remember. Oh, yuke or something like that? Uh, some oaks, uh, gokes. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, it was, it was not supposed to have an oaks at the end of it, but for some reason it came out. I don't know. I ju- I'm just you, waking up. I think it's because I've been going to sleep. You're very chill. Yeah, oh, yeah, please. Tell the people what time you've been going to bed lately, Dan. All right, brother. Here we go. I'm going to give you the All breakdown. Right. This is the COVID-19 week three or four. I don't even remember anymore. Let's talk some shit. All right, Steve. COVID's got me all messed up, dude. I got to tell you right now. I'm not feeling this anymore. I'm kind of over it. I'm sure other people are too, but it's like this was the week where everything kind of got real for me. Uh, We were talking about that a little bit last week. Without getting into too much detail, I did. I don't want to say come in contact because then it sounds like I'm infected. But we did work with a patient, a COVID patient. Mm -hmm. And we had to go through all the protocols and everything like that. And I think that's what triggered the reality of it for me. So I've been home. And it's like the walls are starting to close in now, dude. <laughs> I need to get out more. And I haven't been going out more. I've been trying to really abide by what every like the CDC is saying and just not going out. But I'm not being very productive. And I think it's all starting to get to me, man. And, and consequently, what's going on is it's not a big deal anymore to have a day nap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'll, I'll maybe fall asleep for a little while. And then I wake up. And then I'm up until like 4 o'clock in the morning routinely. Oh, sorry. Oh, there it is. Sorry, I just called an Oompa Loompa in real quick. And uh, it's just <laughs> it's just weird. Like, everyone's kind of feeling it now. We're all a little bit, like, extra punchy. And I'm getting annoyed at stuff. And um, how are you? I mean, seriously, like, are, are you doing okay with this? Because I think what it was is that 
uh, for those that don't know, and I'm sure like you do, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway, as far as California goes, Governor Newsom extended the shelter in place, was it just yesterday, I believe, or maybe the day before, to May 1st. So we're all in this house together, man, until May 1st. And like, you know, what else has happened? Um, school. We just found out that yeah, Sarah's school crap. is just done. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're, you're now a senior. Congratulations. UCs are sending out letters. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Saying, you know what? We're just going to go ahead and waive the SATs. You're good. Come on board. <laughs> like, I think they're hurting is what it is. Or they're afraid they're going to be hurting or something like that. But just all these little things are happening and it's affecting everyone in the house right now. Except for Ben, who's just chilling in his room because his, his birthday money, he bought a TV and stuff. So we helped him hang it. I guess I'm just giving you my week breakdown. But yeah, we helped him hang it. So he hasn't really come out of his room other than to like go to the bathroom or eat or drink. Other than that, he's just chilling. He's got Switch in there. He's got Xbox. What is it? Xbox One. I don't even know what the fuck those things are called. I don't even play them anymore. He's got all that shit. He got a Switch? He got a Switch. Yeah, he bought it himself. Huh. Okay. Mr. I got money now because I, I go to work. So he's a... <laughs> <laughs> like that's a bad thing oh look at mr money he's making a living screw that guy that's so good dude i feel like i didn't answer anything i'm just babbling right now dude i have no to you are you are you there was no question <sighs> it, was like, it was a question of what is like because it sounds like you're going a bit stir crazy in dude. the house and i'm I, i'm i'm shocked because it gives you uh, for a long time we were like hey hopefully you have time to start watching some movies you've always wanted to see and now you finally have that time, and it seems like, well, this is perfect for you. It is, but it's just weird. It's like, um, let's go back to 2018, when at the end of 2018, when I lost my job, and I was like so down, and I wasn't doing anything, and you couldn't get me out of the house if you tried, right? Yeah. Now, I can't go out of the house. And I, by the way, I was like totally fine with that. I was just like, I'll just stay under this blanket and cry <laughs> or something. And now, now it's like it's sunny outside. I, I want to go walking the dogs and such. And I don't even know if that's the thing to do. I know they said that we can get out there and do necessary exercise and such, but it just seems like half the news is saying just stay inside completely. The other half is saying, eh, you know, don't, don't go crazy, but you can go out and do some stuff. I don't really know. I was tripping out uh, the other day. We went to, um, I, I did a bad thing. I actually broke the rule. And I went to a taco place and got some food. Right. And but I was I was practicing social distancing. Everyone was. Mm-hmm. They had you know protection and stuff, and the food right. was really good. But then when I got home, I felt really guilty about it. I'm like, you know what? I I done broke the law, kind of. Not really the law, but the the wishes of the CDC. I don't think we should be doing this kind of stuff anymore, dude. I saw Contagion well, this weekend. That's what <laughs> happened. There, yeah, there we go. I mean, I think, that's, I think if we're getting to the root of the problem, it probably has to do with <laughs> contagion because yes. not only did it get real at work, like I said, and I know, you know, I'm just briefly touching on that for reasons I feel like I probably should. But um, that same weekend, right after that, I watched contagion and that's a bad idea. And it's so crazy. It's almost like. They're t- I understand that they got all the information, like it's all legitimate information. That's how they made this movie. But it's so weird to watch a movie and suddenly you're hearing things like social distancing and school shutdowns. And you know, do you know what I mean? It's just so. It's like it's like life imitating art, I guess you could say. And it's really kind of scary, bro. I don't mean to well, like I don't mean to trip no, anyone out no, 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 or, no, no, or no. think that I'm, you know, let people. I don't want to make anyone think that I'm going paranoid or anything like that. It's just, um, I don't know. It's weird. I think if we're just doing like a weekly checkup on each other every once in a while, this week, I, if I was going one to five, I think I'm going to be at about a 3.4. 
Well, uh, for my weekly check, I would say I'm still obviously jogging, working out, you know, going out every day, getting sunshine. Thanks. Thanks um, for making me feel better about myself. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think, uh, and it, the funny thing is when you're out jogging, when you see somebody coming in the distance, you automatically say, you know, you do the whole nod thing. Which one, which one of us is avoiding? Yeah. Which one is going to be on the walk? Which one is going to be on the street? Which one, how do you want to do this? And then when you do the street thing or when you split, you kind of give each other the nod of, yeah, we know what just happened. We're cool with that. Everything's fine. You weren't avoiding me because I'm a weirdo. We just understand how life is. But there's there's been as much as I thought that I was going to see so many people running or walking. There really aren't. It's the same people every day. There's not really people that are just like, I'm going to now get my workout. on. No, I think the people that we're working out are the people that aren't aren't. Which is a great thing because if everyone was not saying I don't want this to happen, but if everyone was outside jogging, then you couldn't do the social distancing thing. What I would have to do is what a lot of people have told me: that like you just drive to like a, a hillside or a, a mountain, and instead of hiking, you run up the mountain. But I'm like, I couldn't do that every day. I could not do so. Good thing no one is. And and for me, when I get home. You know, shower, do all this thing, go to work. Come, nothing in my routine except for one thing has changed, and that's uh, I don't go to the gym. That's the thing that has changed, and obviously I don't play for the church right now. That's the thing that has changed. Everything else in my life seems normal, and like I told you on the phone, I'm in the level of if I get it, at least I get it, and it didn't take worry from me. Like, I didn't worry for two months, then got it, and it not only got me, but it got two months of my life because I worried the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, no, if it gets me, all it got was the time that I'm sick. That's it. That's all you get. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you have a really good attitude about it, and, and I think normally I do too. It's just, like I said, this last week, it just got a little bit too real, and then you know you, you start paying attention to all the healthcare worker stuff, like all the tweets that mm-hmm. they're putting out, videos of nurses crying because they don't have masks and, and everything That's and I, scary, I think dude. what it is it's my anticipation sorry guys I know this can't be entertaining but um, I think it's my anticipation of going back to work I've been getting little messages from work just just about how things are sort of amplifying so I think I'm just preparing myself to go back tonight you know so I'm gonna get out of this mood right now it's just well, I no, it's to, not a there's bad. just a it's few a- things that crossed my mind this week and I'm like you know what? Yeah. I better check on Steve to see how he's doing of course you're doing okay but yeah I, I'd say three out of 3.4 out of five for me this week just this week. That that is a and also it the contagion, contagion didn't help you. No. Everyone I've talked to that's watched it and it's funny because Michael, my brother in law, texted me. He's like, "Hey man, you've been hearing people watching Contagion." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, your sister wants to do that." I'm like, "Don't do it." He's like, "Yeah, I, I nipped that in the bud." I was like, "I'm not gonna do that. If you want to watch it, you can watch it, but I'm not gonna do that." But it's a good. Movie, I have to though. go to work. It was actually a good it, movie. I liked it better because I hadn't seen that one for whatever reason. But it's way better than say something like Outbreak. Oh, it's fantastic and Osterholm was the you know he was the one that was the the council consultation on that telling you this is how in a pandemic would happen but I know I don't I remember liking the movie and I've seen the people's reaction after they watch the movie now yeah and I'm like oh if right now I'm at a level one with my fear I don't want it ticked to a level 1.5 I just don't and I've already been and we'll talk about that later I think I was accurately Accurately, yes. Go on. Accurately, uh, like, kind of put on edge this week with a movie that I bought from your, uh, that you helped me buy. I was put on accurate, accurate, an accurate edge on that. Really? Accurate. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I'm thinking of the movies that I assisted you with. But I, I wasn't ready. You, you will you will talk about this then because I'm not exactly. It was. Sure I'll, I'll give you a clue. It was a sequel to something. No, 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 no. I I figured that's the one. Yeah, but Whew. I'm not entirely sure why you were put on edge by it though. Just as it just was it disturbing to you, or was it something to do with what's going on now? They were very. Um, Did it involve Jacob I, Tremblay? Yes, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I told you, Christ, dude. dude. I warned you about that. that. I don't know. It goes, on, it goes on for a long time. We'll talk about Too that. Too freaking long! Anyway, yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah, it later. Yeah. <laughs> That's we'll funny. talk about it later. And it's a thing, though. If you look it up about the movie, they'll be like, love the movie, except. And they're always put because... And it's funny. I looked up the... Um, we won't talk about it now, but I will say a little, little piece. Uh, uh, Tremblay did the scene, freaked everyone on set out so much that they were speechless. Yes. Even the girl doing it. He's, she's like, I don't like this, the actress. Yeah. And after he was done, he got up, high-fived his dad, and went to the um, that, you know, what are the craft services? Yeah. And, and, and they were all just kind of just like in stunned, like I didn't. And I get it because you've never seen a kid. A lot of them have never seen a kid scream like that in person. Even if it's fake, you've never seen a kid with fake blood on him screaming so you kind of like i don't need that image in my head at all and he's adorable so yeah i i was sufficiently put on edge to this week mind you i'm gonna watch it again like a dummy uh probably tonight it's a good movie and, yeah uh it's one of my favorite movies wow. not of all time but but it's one of my favorite movies in the last year or so yeah. so then we need to include this in the show all right cool i like that yeah it's one of my we kind of talked about it a i mean i think i think what it was is that i had watched it Obviously, you hadn't watched it. So when we actually, quote unquote, talked about it, it was just me going, yeah, I saw this and I can't say anything about it because, you know, yeah, here's of noise, here's of noise spoiler ban. But um, yeah, cool. So we can talk Bad about it now. Freaking tack. Yeah. Uh, but yes. And and then for, uh, the 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 more I listen to epidemiologists, like I've been downloading a bunch of podcasts with epidemiologists and people that, that study pathogens and viruses and bacteria and them kind of. Uh, giving the science behind it, and there was a person who studies pathogens, and she was she really was like, "If you want me to give you something to be scared of, do you want me to?" And the host was like, "Yeah, well, she's like, this isn't the thing. This is something we under kind of are getting to understand it. We're kind of getting to figure out. Okay, here social distancing is working, but she lifted off some di- some diseases that she's like, when would keep us up at night." Are these other things? And when she listed them, I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, We're, all, yeah, okay." All this stuff that we do or do not know about. <laughs> these are things that they do know about. No, I'm talking like. It, sorry to interrupt you, but I'm talking like general public stuff. The general public knows them. Oh yeah, they're just viruses and parasites and things that are just like, um, you know, there's certain viruses and sicknesses, illnesses that can, or the viruses that can create illnesses. Because, like she said, she said the. Uh, why you have to be careful about saying viruses in general because not every virus makes you sick. Make sure you say pathogen. That makes you sick. Now, these pathogens that are viruses, she's like, like she. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them because all of them are terrifying. But she's like, how the, the first one that you guys are scared of is, uh, let's just say anthrax. And the guy was like, anthrax isn't scary. She's like, let me tell you why it is. She said, if an, an animal comes in contact with anthrax, dies because of it and just decomposes. A decade later, someone could be in that dirt and get sick again 
She's like, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> that's the tip. So she's like, so pardon me if I'm like, keep your distance, stay inside, and this will be okay. She's like, this is not the one y'all should be like, oh my God about. But she's like, just stay inside. We're telling you what to do to not get sick. People just aren't doing it. People are still going to church. You hear about that McFarland pastor who said, skip you guys. I'm going to church anyway, and I'm going to hold about 400 people in my church every day, every week. What was I just reading on Twitter this morning? I don't want to misinform anybody, but I think it was a... Uh... I think it was a governor in Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, DeSantis. And he was like, hey, we just heard about this like last week. <laughs> oh, Georgia. It was uh, 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 Kemp from yeah. Georgia was like, we didn't know about this whole social distancing thing and all that stuff till Nobody like yesterday. Us to it. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, you're lying. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you nope. are. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> That's so Dude, crazy, it's, man. It's insane. And so now the good thing is, we have now witnessed who our dumb people are in the country as far as like leaders and people. And uh, like even, and when I say dumb, I mean like when people get information, they adhere to said information. Some people are just like, nope, I don't believe it. I'm fine. I'm like, okay, you're, you're, you're dumb then. I didn't know that. Cool, done deal. But most people that are actually getting information, they'll be like, oh, I didn't never heard about that. Well, now I'm going to change my whole course. I know now. But like, like, for instance, we're, he's not perfect, but we got, we lucked out with Newsom. Uh, New York kind of lucked out with Cuomo, even though he's cutting Medicaid and stuff like that, which is so stupid right now. Other things he's doing is trying to stem the tide. Newsom is, right now, I don't know any other governor that's actually, like, he's really trying to, and California's doing well considering how many people are in this state. We're really, like, California's on, like, as a whole, are doing a really good job of staying in as a whole. We are taking it seriously. I think the hard thing for Californians to do is to pull them back out afterwards. When it's all said and done, how many Californians are going to be like, nah, man, like how many are just going to yeah, stay inside? I was, thinking, I was thinking about that because I, I still have concert tickets that haven't been canceled yet. I'm sure they're going to get canceled. Yeah, it's going to take, uh-huh. the, it's going to take the pressure off of me, but Let's just say they finally, like you just said, they go, okay, it's cool. Come out now. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go stand in a, in a <laughs> hall with 16,000 people. You know what I mean? Like, we are a cautious state. Yeah, and getting yeah. people back out into crowds, A, some people are going to have, be like, why do I feel so uncomfortable? I've always been in crowds all my life. It's because you've spent a few months totally changing your life and now your mind has gotten accustomed to that. So being in crowds is going to make some people nervous, sweaty kind of like have like anxiety. And so they're going to have to get, I would recommend people start with two, three, four, 20, 40, because you might, I wouldn't be surprised if someone that never had an anxiety attack, all of a sudden they're like, why am I, I'm at this concert. Why am I all of a sudden? Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head, dude. It's going to happen, dude. And so I would recommend people starting 50, 120, slowly getting, don't just be like, oh, it's over. We're going to go see Metallica. No. We're going to be like homegirl and the invisible man. Just go out and get the mail. Just go get the mail. Gee, nah. that's it. <laughs> Someone jogged by. I don't want to get the mail. Gee, I would even, if you have neighbors that you're friends with, yeah. have dinner. First, have dinner with your neighbors. Have dinner with your family. Have dinner. And then, because if you jump dead on into some concert or into some festival, you're going to, you're going to be, every person that sneezes, you're going to be freaking out. Every person that touches your shoulder, you're going to be freaking out. 
just and I think unfortunately a lot of people are going to jump try to jump full bore right back into the fray and someone's going to have an anxiety attack that they've never had before. They're going to have these attacks or maybe, you know, they might need to go to counseling or something be like, "How do I get back out into the world again?" And it's 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 good for California because we followed instructions. It's it's unfortunate for people that are going to have to relearn their life cuz it's amazing how quickly the brain like copes with a habit. It develops a habit. Now this is how we live. Only after three months, your brain is now, well, this is what it is now. Okay, cool. Done. And now you have to break that again. So, you know, I'm, I'm worried about that. But other than that, I think we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, uh, weather this storm, man. Things are going to get wonderful. I heard there was, again, I don't have the information handy. This is something I read on Twitter very quickly yesterday. But there was, um, apparently there's somebody down south, maybe even evangelistic, that is going like, you know what? This is all bogus. And we're going to schedule some kind of a praise concert. Oh, where, the guy's a whack job. You know what I'm talking He's about, right? Wh- I know exactly. Thank who you're you for staying about. current and just sort of picking up where I dropped it. But do you mm-hmm. remember the guy's name? Or, or I don't remember his name. I, he's a but he's a a friend of a super right white uh, right wing evangelist. <laughs> no, you're, you were right the first. Yeah, time. I was right. Yeah, he's he's a friend with the guy, and he's just like, um, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna I'm going to get this massive anti COVID. Jesus thing together. It's like, oh, he's gonna. He calls it the Woodstock, like the evangelistic Woodstock. I said, what do you? I, now here's what's gonna be funny. If like 48 people show up, that's gonna be funny. Problem with 48 people. It's just enough to make something happen. Exactly. What are you? People were just like, ha ha. 40 people showed up. I'm like, okay. Being that I used to do in like that multi level marketing. 48 people, dude, when you start, if this person tells two people and each one of those two people tell four people, when you look at those numbers and just switch out marketing for disease, it's over, dude. It's over. I mean, it's in the South, I'm pretty sure. You're not like, saying that they're expendable, but I'm yeah. saying I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of evangelicals out there, man, that believe that, hey, if you we can pray this away. Um, like Black Death was prayed away or the Spanish flu was prayed away or... You know, none of those things were science developed and got it, got it out of here. We're going to have to do the same thing, but it doesn't help when you have people just walking around reinfecting, not to mention the anti-vaxxers. When we get a vaccine, what what about the anti-vaxxers that just won't do it? Jesus what? Christ. They're just going to be what exactly? Jesus They're going to be Christ. walking around still being able to just infect people again. And so it's like, jeez. Jesus. All right. I think we've talked about this enough, man. Holy crap. Yeah. I'm but I'm on a, I would say I'm at as far as fear goes, I'm at a 1 still. Um, That's good. That's good. I'm at a 1. Yeah. So uh uh I think I think uh, it's going to all be wonderful. I had a, uh, it's just this week. I think the main thing that triggered my antenna to go up uh was like when you were like, I mounted a TV. I was like, dang, look at look at Dan. <laughs> I felt Maybe so I powerful. Start mounting thing. Yeah, I was like, I should start doing stuff, G. Maybe I should just walk around mounting things. That sounds great, Steve. Just mount anything. Yeah, that's what she said. No, don't say that, Steve. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, one other thing. I feel like I should say this here. Are you familiar with the band The Fountains of Wayne? Oh, Adam Schlesinger. Adam yeah. Schlesinger, did you hear about this? Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. one more thing on the old Corona update. Yeah. Yeah, man. The singer of Fountains of Wayne, he, if you're not familiar, do you, are you familiar with them? Do you know what they did? I do. Yeah. So for the people that don't, listen. Stacey's mom has got it going on. She's all I want and I've waited 
that guy died. That thing you do? Yeah, he wrote that thing you do. Which was in my head for like a freaking year after I watched that movie, dude. It's a good song. I don't care what anyone says. That's a good song. He he knew how to write a song that sounded like it came out in the late 50s or 60s. He did something very very hard. Yeah, he did. Well, kind of. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people that are emulating certain genres of music and stuff like that. But Adam Schlesinger was 52 years old, dude. The singer of Fountains of Wayne Jesus. is 52 years old, was 52 years old, and, it, and his life is gone. It's just getting real. Okay, I'm done. But I at least want to let you folks know that Adam Schlesinger of Fountains of Wayne is dead at 52. Oh, you know what? Now that you did, I really have to give, uh, like, jazz royalty went this Oh, way. yes. Uh, Branford. Royalty. Right? Uh, I mean, or Marcellus. Yeah. He yeah, is yeah, yeah. Branford. Winton. He's the one that taught um, uh, Harry Connick Jr., Ellis Marcellus. Ellis Marcellus. Um, that's it. This is unbelievable. And they said that he hadn't even got a chance to um, get tested. He just showed symptoms and it took him out and they're having a feeling it's going to come back positive. Yeah. I mean, this thing, but again, they're in the, unfortunately, he, you know, uh, the older people, it, it's, and this is why social distancing. When you go out and you're just saying hi to everybody, you may, you and your friend may be okay. But people that are in the upper, you know, when they were their, you know, upper ages, but or even may have a, a situation they don't even know they have an issue. And it just takes them on. Some people, yeah. they said 25% of people don't show symptoms and they just walk around. It's a smart virus, dude. Well, the it's fa- learning. The crazy thing about this is it took him out within five days of showing symptoms. Five it's, days, it's, dude. He was gone. It's um, all these things are again, uh, we're we you know we reached a million worldwide. We reached a million cases. Um, but, uh, they, and I know Fauci said, we're going to reach upwards of, uh, many more than that. And on a, on a, on a optimistic scale, he's saying a hundred to 200,000 deaths. Um, but people, if we do what we're supposed to do, you never know what kind of thing can stem that tide. Stay inside unless you have to go to the grocery store. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't think they're selling N95 masks to the public anymore, Dan. No. You know, it's weird. I was looking on Amazon the other night for just yeah. wipes. Uh-huh. And it's now saying only for hospitals and institutions that are that's good. directly battling COVID. That's really good. But that's what worries me even more. But like, you're telling me the institutions have to go to Amazon to get it? They won't get, like, they won't, their, their hospital won't get it for them? They got to go to Amazon? Jesus, Well, they're, they're great deals on Amazon, Steve. <laughs> I mean, you can't really beat them. You got free shipping, you know. <laughs> well, my mom sent me a... Uh, That's a hero's uh, pick of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Amazon Prime. If you're not into that, check it out. We've been trading uh, um, ideas on how to make your own mask. And there's some easy ways to make your own mask. And even a uh, handkerchief stops 70 to 75% of spittle. That's a lot. Even though they're like, well, that's not 100. Dude, that is a lot of protection from a, for a handkerchief or a bandana. 75% is good. I hate to be the guy, this guy that I'm about to be, but I think people are making masks that, you know, they've never made masks before. So I think they're just, I I guess I'll just say, I feel like people are making things to make each other just feel better. It's like, here, here's a placebo. Oh, thanks. Now I feel better. I can sleep at night. Yeah, I can see that. But even if it stops a percentage, that's, that's enough. I guess. Yeah. I mean, you are putting some barrier between you and the, you know, the outside, but still, it just makes me kind of go, okay, we're just doing what we can, but I don't know how helpful it is, but that's just me. I think it's helpful only because it's helpful to the mentality of what it like. It might even make them stay in. 
being that they're walking around, if you go outside and see a bunch of people with a mask, you're going to be less likely to walk around. You're going to be like, Jesus Christ, I'm going back inside. Why do you have a mask on? Are you sick? What's all this funkiness over here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Why is hey, everyone wearing them right now? <laughs> I'm yeah, just go, go back. Back in, exact. So I'm like, oh, it's gonna be very, it's gonna be very, uh, uh, it's gonna have a mental trick on people. People are gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna go back inside. And even so, that when someone sneezes into, if they have a mask on and they cough, that blocks a lot of it going out, and the other one blocks seventy percent of whatever is left there. That's a lot. And then there's the possibility of it getting into because they're like since it's a respiratory disease a lot of times it goes down your throat and they're like a lot of things have to happen for you to get it so if someone sneezes or coughs into a a a mask that they have on it gets into the air and then you have a bandana blocking your i mean i mean come that's a lot of good protection that people should be walking around with now the problem with me wearing a bandana i might not look the same as timmy or johnny walking down the street with a bandana around (laughs) You need to put like an antivirus sign on there. Exactly. I need to put friendly. Like a, it just says friendly. <laughs> or the zombie. What's that one? Like the epidemic sign on your mat. Like that looks like a zombie thing. I want. I'll get that the, thing. The biohazard like, thing. Yes. I'll put. Then they'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, cool. I know what this brother's doing. He's okay. <laughs> Calm down, Blanche. Be- He's gonna be okay. We don't need to call oh the cops. Oh my god, Blanche is a very okay dude. There's some names that like Ingrid. That you're like, how were they walking around as children with that name? Blanche. Apparently, there was like a time close to 100 years ago where they were like, you know what? Let's name this boy Laverne. I've met several Lavernes that are male. You know, maybe that's just because my association with Laverne and Shirley. So I've always thought of it as a feminine name. But I've met several Lavernes. And I'm just thinking, how do you look at a baby and say, let's call it Laverne? It's just weird. Again, I've I feel like I'm going Laverne. into Seinfeld territory again. No, 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 no. I'm, I, I don't think I've ever met a Laverne. I've, I don't think I've... I've met a Stacy. I've met a... Stacy's not a... Oh, you mean... That's a feminine. A guy? Yeah. Well, there's Stacy Keach. He rocked it. I've met, yeah, but I've met a Stacy. I've met a... Uh, there's actually other ones where if you spell it different, it's a feminine, it's a, a feminine name. But if you spell it a certain with like the E-I... I forgot how it goes. But anyway... I've met a Carrie. I've met a Carrie. That's uh, I've met a, a male Carrie before. I've met a. Fe- I've seen a female Michael. I know a female Carl. No, you don't. I swear, I do. I don't know if it's the her real name. Uh, she actually works with us in some to some degree, but her name is. Are Carl. you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. K A R. We're going to send Carl down. Hey, where Carl go? I am Carl. Oh, is it, is it C or K? I think it's C. That makes sense. How? How does that make sense between a C and a K? Oh, that K makes sense. K seems way more like that seems like a dude's name. Hey, I'm Car- like Carl Urban. Yeah. So I'll be like, see, I'll be like, oh, that's a cute name. Carl. Okay. It, that, I mean, yeah. it's it's there. Now, I think Melissa is a or 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 Melinda or or Brianna. All the I don't know any A names that are Sean is another one, but Shauna, you can't do it. So I don't know. Are there a the things that end with a that you could imagine as a dude's name? Um, uh, no, I don't think there is. <laughs> not right. Very interesting. Not right off the top of my head. Nah. Because from Carl, oh, that could go either way. Carla, game on. Not a guy's name. <laughs> Very interesting. interesting. We are covering lots of ground today. 
You guys have checked in for a very good show. <laughs> hey, uh, a couple things before we get started, man. I have a, an announcement to make, and I got to do the, you know, you know the uh, yes, of course. So from I gotta announcement do the into the yes, yes. Welcome, 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 everybody. This is the Heroes of Noise. My name is Dan, and I've got some information for you, if you will. Maybe you've heard it before. Chances are you probably have. But I'm going to go ahead and repeat it again. If you want to get a hold of the show, just hit us up. Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That's where we live. That's where we check these things. I mean, we stand there basically. We just refresh, refresh, refresh until you write something in. Then we get happy. We text each other. We go, hey, we got another one. We want you to do that. Or if Twitter's your thing, go to at Heroes of Noise. That's where we live too. We've got several places on the internet where we reside. Uh, you can hit my solo joint, my little my little studio apartment on the on the internet. It's called Dan Q Public. It's on Twitter at Dan Q Public, and Steve has one too. It's at S E underscore Hudson Music. And then we have this complex, this compound, if you will. Think Branch Davidian, but friendly and no murder. www.heroesofnoise.com go there you can leave us a voicemail you can pick up some merch subscribe to the show subscribe to our friend shows there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do carnivals we got hot dogs clowns roller coasters everything is there check it out i promise you it's gonna be fun if it's not there just come back the next day it'll be there i promise you anyway other than that there's this other thing that we have called the heroes of noise podcast community that's on facebook we implore you to join there's great people over there don't be a dick we do want no dicks okay uh I mean, if you have one, that's cool. But you know what I'm saying. Just behave yourself is what we're getting at. Go over there. Lots of fun. Lots of good people. You'll love it. Again, we got the clowns, the hot dogs. They'll be there next Wednesday, I believe. Yes, next Wednesday. Other than that, I'm going to go ahead and shut up. And I'm going to pass it back over to myself once I turn this music down. Because I do have a little bit of uh, an announcement to make, if you will. Now, I think a lot of you know this. We did. Speaking of the podcast community, we did put this out there. And um, this is a temporary thing. But we thought... Because of all the COVID-19 stuff that's going on, people are out of work. Income's not as good as it used to be. Uh, you know, people are having to deal with their financial woes. So regarding this whole Patreon thing, what we've decided to do is just to go ahead and shut it down for a little bit. We're not killing it. It's going to be back, but we have temporarily suspended it. And it's just because we don't feel right. And please, Steve, you know, feel free to kind of echo what I'm saying or, or put your own flair on it. But I just feel... I don't feel it's right to charge people right now for this show when they could be putting their money to something else like, you know, uh, toilet paper, masks, whatever. You know what I mean? I just it just doesn't feel right right now. So Steve and I had a little talk this week and we decided that for the time being, we're just going to go ahead and shut it down. And instead of just giving you less, I think what we're going to try and do is just sort of give you those shows that we would normally put out on Patreon. We're just going to put them out on the normal feed right now. So what it means to you guys is, yes, you're going to get more shows, especially if you're not a Patreon member, you're going to get more shows. And um, I think it's just because we want people to, you know, just have a little something else to take their mind off of. I, I mean, if you sit around and you start thinking like I do sometimes, it's very easy to, to kind of let your, your mind get ahead of you So and sort of take hold of your thoughts. So if you have something just to hit play on and listen and hopefully laugh, then I think we've done our job. We just don't want to charge you for it right now. So we had, I mean, our dude, our listeners are great. And they got back to us. And they're like, well, I'd still pay. I'd still pay. And thank you very much for that. But for now... Go ahead and hold on to your money. We're going to go ahead and give you guys some stuff back. And um, we'll just kind of take it month by month. So as of now, uh, March has been refunded to you. Excuse me, not March. April has been refunded to you guys. I also put a pause on May. So there's not going to be any payment collecting there. So you don't need to jump ship. You're more than welcome to if you want to. But just hang out. We'll let you know when we're coming back on that. 
But like I said, to everyone else, we're going to be doing more shows and it's going to be pretty much exactly what we would do on Patreon. It's just that we're going to put them out there. So there will be a little bit of a difference to the shows. Hopefully you'll feel that. Um, They're all going to be very similar to what we did last week. And other than that, unless you have anything to add, Steve, that's pretty much all I had to say. No, I think you said it as as good as anyone could, man. I think, see, Dan has a big heart, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you got the memo. Dan has a huge heart and... Um, when he sees suffering happen, he can't help but help. And, uh, you know, he calls me and he's like, hey, we're going to put a pause. And of course, I mean, when you hear Dan and his sad, when he's crying, it's really, <laughs> it's something. And I'm like, I lost control that day. I'm sorry. Which is okay. I, I totally get it. And so, yeah, we love y'all. And that's, that's how we roll. That's how, that's how we do. That's how we do, baby. It's not like we're trying to get other people to do this, although I think it would be a good idea, but this is how shows keep going too. You know what I mean? We're at a point where we're okay to, we're not, we're not doing incredible numbers where it's changed everything. It's just easier for us to just stop this, change some billing cycles around or whatever, some billing information around and continue on and still give you guys an entertaining show. So from the bottom of our hearts, we hope you're all doing okay. And we'll just go from here, man. We're taking this one month at a time. Yeah. Done deal. Um, so I, I, I see on the lineup that we have some new music in the house. Yeah. Have you heard any of it yet? Yo, fo- you know what? It's go first. Talk about it. I, Cause I haven't listened to the. Have you listened to it? Oh, I've listened to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, I don't know. I have stronger feelings towards one of the songs. There's two songs out that we are about to talk about. We're talking about run the jewels. RTJ four is coming out soon. I don't know exactly when it's coming out, but I think I'm thinking that we heard this music because of all that's going on. So much like, not really like what I just said, but on Twitter, uh, Killer Mike and LP were actually doing like a live debut, which was really funny because they were lip syncing, not thinking about the Skype delay. And so it just, it looked really bad. Yeah. But the song is cool. And the first one that they debuted was actually, I think it came out on March 22nd. Is that right? I think it was March 22nd, but I could be wrong. It's called Yankee and the Brave episode four. This is the first single off of RTJ four. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but let's just check it out, Steve. I want your feelings on just a quick, you know, your 20 second listens that you like. Yeah. Let's, let's do this and see what you think. Okay. Now, first of all, going into it, I know that you have liked some run the jewels, but where are you at with them right now? Currently? They're fine. Okay, fine it is. Yes. Well, I happen to like them a lot. Let's see what we got here. This week on Yankee and the Brave. Back at it like a crack addict, Mr. Black Magic. I will tell you this is a song I don't like as much. hip-hop sounds like that right there is what hip-hop sounds like and when folks be like oh that kid is spitting let me tell you something let me tell you something <laughs> that little thing that mass matters to brad bladder that's spitting ladies and gentlemen 
Get out of here with your old mumble rap, weak sauce cash, man. Yeah, you know, I gotta say, completely surprised. I was listening to you like exhale and stuff, and I was thinking you were gonna go a completely different direction with that. Man, you better get it. If you, bro, listen, listen. <laughs> if I were, if I was in the studio and I heard Killer Mike the Black Fat and the Black, I'd probably leave and run out and scream and be like, "Did y'all just hear <laughs> just now what he just did?" Because it, it's, uh, bro. I did not expect you should have buffered me. And been I like, thought hey. you'd heard it. You should have been like, hey, let me just tell you. Let me just tell you. This is going to be crazy. So brace yourself. That's dope. That's good to hear. And I'll tell you yeah. this out of the two songs. That's my least favorite. That's not saying I don't oh, like it. Wow. I like yeah. the next one better, though, man. Okay. So that is Yankee and the Brave episode four. I think that might be their Jesus. first single off the album. <laughs> Dog. Wow. So you're, you're going to be picking this one up. Here's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be dissecting it. I'm going to find out where that sample's from, and I'm going to find out where all the other samples, like, where did that, is that a drum loop, or did he create that drum track, or did he, like, find it on a breakbeat album and just loop it? Because that is a hard beat, dog. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> that beat is, the, that's to me, that's Woo! the sickest part of the song is the beat itself. Jeez. But, LP's incredible, man. Like I've LP's been, on uh, a different level. And he doesn't have this massive, um, elaborate studio either. No, but I've been like diving into his old music and stuff, and he's just been on it since day one. But oh, now, gee. he's like the godfather. He's killing it right now with he his beats. killing it. And the, the flow, too. That's the thing. Like, this was a, it's a more like, a, it's like a vicious attack flow, what they were just doing right there. But that's not easy to do. You know what I mean? And they do Dude. it so well together. That's the thing. Some other people could do that, and it could just sound like mumbling. And no, they just are. And here's what I would love. If here's what I would love for a remix. If they could get Eminem on a remix without his a brave and a rabbit. If he just said, "Okay, you do you want to hear me rap like I used to rap?" That would be insane. And people would be like, "Oh yeah, you're that guy that used to be able to do that thing. <laughs> That's why you're famous." Before all the hair dye and stuff. Exactly. Yes. We forgot that you could actually. Yeah. I'm in here for a reason. There's a reason that everybody was. So I think, man, bro, listen, LP, bro, listen. That's what happens when you're in the when you're in the lab every day. Even if you're just staring at the computer, if you're making tracks every day, what, you're going to just get better and better. And LP, man, that beat right there. Okay, well, are you ready for this? Ooh, all right, let's do it. This is the second track that they released. This this one came out like just a few days later. It's called Ooh La La. Okay. And it's uh, featuring DJ Premier and Greg Nice. Oh, Premier. Oh, oh. Here we go. Looking for M's like I lost a friend. Jump out of my bed like where the bread. You go hold the egg. Way to bring the check. When we talk, we collision the car. Keep us in your thoughts. Fully dressed at the crack of dawn. Weapons heading off. I can hear them from the block. See them creeping through the fog. Season's greetings, graffiti season can start. Oh my God. Look alive. Looking like I live life on a crooked line. Doing fine. You want maximum stupid. I am the guy. First of all, fuck the fucking law. We is fucking raw. Stay ta-ta. Oysters on the half jail. Sushi bar. Life a bitch and the pussy feet. 
kids still fuck the wall. I'm a dog, I'm a dirty dog. Ha 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 ha. Oh, dirty bastard, go in your jaw. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. Got shimmy in the hemi going. And I just want to keep playing it and playing it, but I can't. Probably shouldn't have played that. That was really good. Okay, so first impression. Which that song's was better? My, my first, my uh, well, first impression. I love DJ Premier. I think DJ Premier produced that. That's a DJ Premier beat. I'm almost 100 percent sure. Um, I love DJ Premier, and so anything I hear from him is going to be that is even that's like 90s hip hop. That's that's 90s hip hop right there. That's, that's what it, something I think, that Wu Tang could have got. That's on what it is, that's dude. DJ Premier. That's, that's DJ what Premier. it is, man. It's, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't mean to talk over you, but I think no, no, no. You, again, you hit the nail on the fucking head. It's '90s style. It just it just feels that way. There's something about it that brought like it's like reminiscent of that, and I think that's exactly why I like that song. I actually like this song a little bit better than the other one, but I think that's why. So it's, really it's probably good, dude. premier, dude. I think you're right. Primo is the he's the dude, man. Listen, both of those songs, both. Okay, here's what I love about this because there's some songs I'm hearing, like you listen to the radio and you're like, okay, what makes a person in their basement think? That, oh, these people are really good at what they do and they can't, I I could, because they'll just think I can do that. These two songs would make someone in their basement be like, oh, I can't do that. I need to get better. I need to get better at what I do in order to do that. I'm going to go back to my regular job. Yeah. They're good. Or they'll go back to the, a kid will be like, okay, okay. Well, let me see if I can. And next thing you know, you have this beast on the scene that's just like, Jesus, where did he come from? But though these two tracks are those, I would definitely love to, um, like, I would definitely send those to Maj and be like, listen to this. And yeah. he's going to love, he loves Primo though. Like I said, he, he, he loves old school hip hop. So he's going to, he's going to be like, oh my God, Primo's on it. So he's going to, he's going to listen for sure. You want to know what's cool about Run the Jewels? Hmm. They, this is their fourth album, right? And they have all these other things that they've done. They have a lot of clout right now. They're one of the biggest hip-hop bands around right now. Would you not agree? There's no question. All right. Yet still, they're still putting their albums out for free. You can go online and get all three of their albums for free right now. And I'm not saying that to go be a pirate. I'm saying they're so confident in their music, they put it out for free knowing that you'll come back and buy it. And it's somehow working. So again... At the peak of their fame, they're fucking putting out RTJ4 for free. I don't know when it's coming out, but it will be available. Like if you go to like Apple Music or, you know, whatever, where you're actually going to purchase it. Yeah, you can you can actually purchase the album. It's probably going to be like $9.99 or something like that. But they are so cool and so confident that they put this stuff out for free. So the moment it drops, I will let you all know. I'm not exactly sure when it's happening. I think it might be like midsummer. I wish it was tomorrow. But I just you think know- that's so cool that they do that, dude. I, here's my theory on why they do that. Um, they've decided to go the marketing side. Are they like t-shirts. first taste is free? No, they're 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 t-shirts. They're they're that run the jewels sign. Yeah. That's where they get their money for. And the more people that get their music, the more they're going to buy that merchandise. They're That's doing point, the same. Dude. Oh snap! I know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> they're pulling a maiden, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, it they're works, never going to. Yeah, but they're not going to. I love their hands. That hand sign. That hands thing is amazing. That their logo, incredible. I'm not putting them on the. Ah, uh, you already know me. You already know. If someone's like, who's the best mer- uh, marketer in music? It's not going to change probably till infinity. I'll be like, well, there's no one that's that's compared yet. Not yet. No one's compared to that yet. But I think they're going. That I would. I would love if LP was like, oh yeah, I totally got it from Maiden. I totally got it from. I would not be surprised. 
in the least if he's like merchandise is where we get our money. Only thing is Maiden's like not giving their music out for free. That's the, if they did though, how much money do you think they make on marketing and merchandise alone? Dude, it's so crazy when you go see <laughs> I am not kidding, man. Their fan club is massive. And I've been behind... I remember this was in Las Vegas. I was behind somebody who dropped $700 just on t-shirts alone. Jesus. But again, the fan club people, like, you know, if I want the Australian shirt, I'm going to hook up with my buddy in Australia, and then I'll give him the California shirt. So there's a lot of that going on, too. That's actually really slick. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, too. But I mean, still, dude, they sell everything. And it's not cheap. Their shirts are like 45 bucks a pop. So oh, they're they're doing yeah, just sure. fine. But I'm also wondering, what do you think? Do you think RTJ could say, what if they made like an Oakland specific shirt, an LA specific shirt? Do you think that would be a smart way to go? I like those shirts. Anytime, let's see, what do I have? Um, I didn't like the design for the Tool concert, so I didn't get that one, but I would have. I just like the shirts that have the the, the date of the show that I've gone to. I don't know. That's just what some, I have a Paul McCartney thing. one. No, I have a Paul McCartney one. I wanted an RTJ Thriller. I wanted an RTJ Thriller shirt that they were. Yeah. Oh, remember that? But it they were smart and they it's gone. But that Thriller joint was really cool, man. I was like, oh, that's really cool. But it brought to mind Iron Maiden, though, because of the mummy wraps over. I'm like, that reminds me of it. And I don't know. I think that's probably why they're like, eh. And they collaborate. It's a close. They collaborate with different artists too, and they'll put out like high end merchandise too. So you know, we're talking five hundred dollar jackets, two hundred dollar hoodies, and things like that. Like you know, I personally wouldn't pay for them, but they're sick. They look awesome, but they know what they're doing, man. I think you're right. I think that they are. I don't know if they're they're taking it directly from Iron Maiden, but it's a good possibility. It's definitely a good model to follow because if they're not, they it. should. They right? really. I think more young folks should be like, all right. First, we have to make sure our logo's tight. Yeah. Who, what's our thing? And that should be way more important. Yeah, and they establish that. Like, even the hands that they use, that's Run the Jewels' answer to Eddie from Iron Maiden. Because, exactly. And it even looks like zombie hands a little bit. Yes, know? dude. Whoever designed their logo, you know they sat down with them and said, look, this has to be dope. Like, this can't just be something that gets blended in with everything else. We have to stand out. And they've done an excellent job. And the simplicity what? of their album covers is that way, too. It's just the fist most of the time. I love that. I love that it kind of represents when you think uh, like if someone, if you walk into someone like, man, run the jewels, that's exactly what you're doing. You're like, oh, that's smart to make it what you're doing as the logo. And I was like, oh, that's really like, that's smart. And it's a cool logo. And I think it's a, it's a, just like, like the Beatles tripped onto their logo, like not their logo, but their like famous thing walking across the street. That was an oops. They're like, whatever, we don't care. But imagine if they did care. What if the Beatles really cared about their logos and stuff? What could they have done? If they really cared, it would have been the biggest thing in history. Because remember, how many of those walking across Abbey Road pictures do you think they sold in their lives? Oh, it's just, it's crazy. (laughs) But if they really tried to do something, if they, but, and I get it, they don't care, but like, I don't, Iron, like Maiden cared, uh, RTJ cares. I can't really think of anyone else that their logo is like the thing. Uh, Kiss. I, oh my God. Kiss, you know what? Metallica. Kiss cares, yes. We Kiss have to recognize Metallica. that. It's just true. Well, Kiss, it's almost, uh, Kiss, I don't know what separated them. I don't think they targeted enough, where it's just like, this only is our thing. 
Yes, they do. Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley are the, the kind of the worst at that, but they have Kiss everything. Out of all of these bands that we talk about, Kiss definitely takes it to like a whole other level. They've got, uh, matter of fact, I believe they have a Kiss coffin that you can get buried in. Well, I'm saying, no, I'm saying they, because I'm like, I'm not saying that they're not, I said it incorrectly. Maybe I just misunderstood you. I, I'm saying like Iron Maiden, what's their dude? Uh, the mascot or the artist? The mascot. Eddie. That's their thing. Yes. They focused on that's their thing. Kiss didn't necessarily, they're like, anything Kiss is our thing. They don't have a, this is one, like somehow Iron Maiden was like, no, it's not all of us in a picture. It is, that's our logo. That's our guy. Yeah. And we will just put that on. Whereas Kiss is like, if they would have just focused on, hey, Kiss, just the name. That's the only thing. Not our faces everywhere. I don't think I've ever seen Iron Maiden's faces. I don't know what they look like. Because the only thing I see is, like, I would love to see a shirt with all of Iron Maiden's faces on it. That would be like, oh, I've never seen them before. I didn't know that's what they look like. There are shirts like that, but they're uh-huh. always in the background. It's never, oh. it's always Eddie, like, like they do, because they're really big into football. Soccer is what I'm getting at, football. Yeah. So they'll do a lot of event shirts. Like the one that I got in LA was at the, what was it called? The Bank of California Stadium, where they play all their soccer games. So mm-hmm. they were huge on that. They were excited that they were playing a soccer stadium. So they made a shirt where Eddie's kicking a soccer ball or a football. It was you, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yes. And, um, and you have the band playing in the background, that kind of thing. Oh, that sounds pretty cool then. Yeah. But it's still I'm, always Eddie in the forefront. That's what Kiss, sh- I f- not, well, they're doing something right. They're multimillionaires. But I think it would have been interesting if just the low Kiss, that's it. No faces. Because I see a lot of pictures of their faces painted. Now, mind you, the face painting thing is weird as hell and should never have lifted. I don't know how they made that work. I was like, maybe that by itself makes them dope. Cause they, cause, and I remember when I was little, I don't know how little I was, but I was young enough to recognize, I was old enough to recognize who the hell are these guys on this video? And then when I realized it was the painted faces guys without the painted faces, I was like, oh, this is weird. And I don't, maybe the video doesn't exist. But I remember there being a music video where they didn't have their faces painted. Yeah, yeah, they and did. it totally threw me off. I was like, the video ah! I'm, I'm guessing that you're talking about was Lick It Up. I think that was the first video they did without the makeup. How, what year was that? Jeez, mm, I don't even know, man. It, was, uh, it threw me off as a kid. I was it was like, in the 80s. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because it, it was weird to me. I remember just looking at it being like, huh, that's weird. But you could tell the tall, skinny dude. I'm like, I recognize him somehow. But, oh, they're the cut painted faces, guys, without the painted faces. It's 1983, in case you were wondering. Yeah, that's, that's very, very. But And I, I'm glad that they put the makeup Do you on. think, speaking of logos, do you think that logos, there was more thought put into them back in that time? Because, okay, what, what were you listening to, let's say, like, 86? I was listening to, that's the year Bad came out. End of 86, okay. end of 87. So, do you remember Peachy Folders? Of course you no. remember peachy. You don't remember peachy folders? Peachy? Come on, dude. Hold on, let me Google it. Because I peachy might just folder, have never called While it you're folders. looking, a peachy folder, it was like a, almost a manila color folder, like an actual folder with little pockets on the inside. But on the front of it, it was all these like athletes and stuff. Illustrated <laughs> athletes. You, right? Of course you do. Everyone's had a fucking peachy folder That's if they're our age. So... 
the thing was back then is everyone was into drawing logos, band logos onto uh-huh. I mean, where I, where I was going to school, everyone was drawing band logos on there and it was stuff like Motley Crue and Dokken and all these like eighties hair metal bands, if you will. Do you, th- I think that that's kind of gone away. Like, I don't think people are putting that much effort into their logos anymore. Save for bands like, you know, Iron Maiden, who's had that since the eighties or like run the jewels. You don't see a lot of people writing. I don't know. Maybe it's just because of, you know, handheld devices now, I guess, but that's gone, man. That's lost me. It's kind of sad. You know how good I was at writing Led Zeppelin or Metallica or Anthrax Slayer? All of those were on my, my peachy folder. You didn't, you never really? saw this happen before. I know I'm not I, the no, only one. I did, but I remember people, uh, what we would do is I think a lot of people would like color their random people in like they'd color weird. Cause you're just bored in class. Yeah. So it would be that. But what I was getting at is, can you, Think of any good logos of the bands that you were listening to at the time where you would thought, you know what I'm saying? Where you were like, oh, that's a really cool logo. So cool to the point that I want to like try and figure out how to do Ooh, it. Ooh, no, no. I don't think that was a thing. I think that was kind of just a, like a hair metal thing. Rock it and roll. It was totally a hair. It was, well, then again, Bon Jovi, did Bon Jovi have a logo? Jovi. Um, I think they did, but I wasn't into Bon Jovi. I don't think, I don't remember Bon Jovi's logo. Did Springsteen? Not that I can recall. I mean, I could he sit there and like, look all I'm of the these up live, but yeah. I won't do I don't, it. I don't think he was one of those to be like, if someone would approach me and be like, what's your logo? He'd be like, if you don't get the deuce out of my green room. Yeah, every band has a logo or a font that they're using for their logo, but it just doesn't always pop like a lot of these do. And I was just wondering if you did that when you were younger. Apparently I did not. not. <clears throat> I did not. Like, can I, you, There was nothing. Give me a band that you were listening to then besides Michael Jackson. Go, let's go. Uh, let's go 92. 92 um, uh, PM Don. Okay. Can you recall PM Don's logo right now? No, I no, no, I do see not. See what I'm I saying? Yeah, Even like no. a tribe called Quest, I can kind of see it. I can see it better than like say PM Don, but I, I think that in the 90s it kicked back in again with which band? Which with with which group? Huh, in the and it's the 90s group? Uh-huh. Grunge? No, not necessarily. No, not at all actually. 90s group not hair metal no no let's just here wu-tang yeah oh my god yeah that is the one i think that's That's when it came back again yeah that's a massive one wu-tang's logo is the i like that uh wu-tang's logo is the logo (laughs) that is i think other than the obvious massive logos that I think Wu Tang's would have to be in the top five music logos of all time. Absolutely, there's no question. Just wearing a Wu Tang shirt out in public, you're going to get at least three, four Wu Tangs when you wear it. Oh, there's no always. Even if even if you wear that one shirt that just lists off the members, you know what I'm saying, name by name, and then it yeah. ends without the logo. People look and be like, oh, but it's it's almost as soon as they see. Uh, when they see RZA, they're like, oh, okay, I don't need to, or meth. Well, okay, I get the rest. Okay. But yeah, they're looking be like, oh, yeah. And that's for people who don't even probably listen to Wu-Tang. They know RZA is automatically like, oh, yeah, that's uh, Wu-Tang. I think people that don't listen to the Wu-Tang Clan will see that logo and go, oh, that's Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, there's no, dude, there's no question. I just, I, and the funny thing is I would say top five. It's just one of those things where the top five the number one, which is uh, Iron Maiden, laps s- s- so many people before the number two. 
<laughs> like yeah. it's so far ahead of the number two that it's just like, well, yeah, and then them, 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 them. It's just they've just done such an. But the more you, the more I think about Wu Tang, the more I might be underplaying them. Because if I just wear a shirt anywhere in the world with a Wu Tang sign, I don't think anywhere in the world there won't be someone to be like, yeah, I know who that. I know I may not listen to them, but I know what a Wu Tang sign is. Yeah, I might be underplaying them, dude. Those logos fall into like the. I mean, you know, I, I granted you could probably debate me on this and go, yeah, okay, you win. But I think you get what I'm trying to say. Those what? logos are just as popular as say the Star Wars logo. Oh, no question. You know what I mean? Or it's or. Not close. Uh, more popular. Yeah, so, to some degree. Yeah, more popular. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. I was going to give you another one, but I think you get the point of what I'm trying to say. They just somehow there are certain logos that some they they rise to the top of pop culture and they just stay there. Wu-Tang's one of them. They're still going strong. And getting back to what we were saying, I think Run the Jewels has done it. Oh, there's no and it's funny that you bring up Wu-Tang cuz uh the last week I was in the gym, I was meaning to talk about it on Heroes of Royce and I just didn't. Uh you saw that there's like a few live albums Wu-Tang yeah. live albums on mm-hmm. iTunes. Yeah. Listening to their live show, I said, that sounds like one of the absolute most fun shows. But it was only 36 Chambers. It was them doing 36 Chambers live. And I was like... It's hard not geez. to have fun, dude, when you're listening to that Oh, album. <laughs> dude. And you hear... I think they mic the crowd. Because, dude, the crowd... Except, you know what's funny? I like their crowd. Because there was very few shame on a niggas in the crowd. That was the one song they're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> but during the verses, they were like in. But man, listen. Did you to see the where rest- it was recorded? Was it like Iowa or something like that? No, it was like, <laughs> actually, it was like, um, I forgot where it was recorded. But it was really cool listening to like, uh, um, the, the song would stop. And, you know, people would be screaming and then it would be silence. And all of a sudden you hear like them do the, the, hey, I'm here. Whoosh, whoosh. And right then people knew what the song was. Yep. I'm like, these are Wu-Tang fans, G. Like they knew what song was coming up. And man, let me tell you something, man. Listening to, to, to and I just kind of started listening to them. I wanted to talk about, I wanted back then to tell you, man, you, you, I should have totally gone to that Wu-Tang concert. You were always telling me this stuff months later, but yes. But I didn't know the songs. Now I do. And so retroactively, I could go and be like, I know the songs now. And I could actually wait for him to, um, um, uh, I could wait from like uh, different parts that I absolutely love. Well, I mean, the God grow up and try to be somebody. Hearing the the, the crowd sing that part. To be somebody, I'm like, oh, it's so cool. Like they were, (laughs) (laughs) and hearing them sing it from the like the guys rapping, and then the crowd starts singing ODB's part before he starts rapping, and while the other guys rapping, still, like they were waiting for ODB's part. It was just adorable. So thank you for putting me on again. I bring this up to you, be like, thank you for putting me on to them, dude. Thank you. Sure. And you know what? The good news is, is they'll be back. Once this is all over, they'll be back. You can't kill a Wu Tang. Yeah, I know, but man, ODB was so fun on that on that live thing. Geez. Have you ever oh. seen that documentary? Oh God, why is it? I wish I knew the name of it. I wasn't really thinking we were going to go down this road. But there's a documentary about their tour 
like they're they're trying to put oh god what was it it was like in San Bernardino I think and they were doing like the first Wu Tang show for a long time they were gonna do this yeah. festival and it's just about it's like from the promoter's point of view and all the fucking headaches that he has to go through to get this show out but there is this one point where like ODB was just done so they were having to like they were waiting <laughs> they were waiting on him to do the show and he's just parking himself in some hotel room they finally get him out of the hotel room they bring him back in he just sits on the stage the whole time. And doesn't say a damn thing because oh, he Jesus. was, yeah. So towards the end, that wasn't the case with uh, ODB. But yes, in his heyday, for I, sure. he was in the. And I, you know, speaking of concerts, I watched a documentary on a. Uh, you remember when Jay P he had toured Reasonable Doubt again? Well, he did Reasonable Doubt at Radio City Music Hall. And something I never thought about is he was sitting there going through the music, and he had his lyrics in front of him. I was like, oh, how long ago was Reasonable Doubt? Like he had to relearn. Like what the hell did I say? <laughs> Like he puts out so like, much music. How can you I keep that whole catalog? Like, yeah, he's like, I was like, oh, that's right. He's having to relearn it. Like we're, he's like, he was rapping and he'd look at me like, what the, what the hell did I say there? And he'd look at the lyrics and be like, oh, good, 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 good. I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that. There is, you have to relearn your album front to back, dude. And be like, okay. Be, and I was like, oh yeah, those are things I never thought about. I never, cause he can't. Uh, when you have an orchestra behind you, you can't, oh, turn that back. No, you have the symphony orchestra, so you have to make sure you get from one point to another point without without messing. So I was like, yeah, these concert films are, are, are uh, if you ever, Dan, if you ever, is there, if you ever run into another concert film, even of people I don't like or don't know about, hit me up because I love concert films. Always, man. Like you know documentaries that. behind the, like behind the scenes of them putting together I even watched the um in sync one, loved it. You need to watch Flight Six 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 Iron Maiden's tour somewhere back in time. That's a documentary about their tour, and then they have them. I would love, that. and they have them performing the songs in between live. But it's their whole tour. It's really good. I would love, and I I want to see the crap. How do we do blah blah? How do I do this? How do I take that? Like I like the problems where you're like, okay, we can't. So they don't have this wire. What are we gonna do? That thing is fun, man. Because they have to figure it out before the next to- before the next show. Well, turns out, Steve, I have a whole bunch of time on my hands, so I'll find these for you, Please. and I will send them to you. Thank you very much. Now, speaking of time on your hands, I imagine that that time also gives you an opportunity to watch some things. I uh, watch some things. You watch some things. I watch some things. Oh, I watch, you watch some thing. things. You watch a thing. Bullshit. That, well, I watched a thing that 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 is the one thing. <laughs> Okay, dude, I know that you watched two. We're going to talk about three things. I know you watched two of them, but you did not watch this one. I didn't think I was going to watch this one, but what the hell? Downtime, I thought I'd watch it. What I'm talking about is the 2020 released Sonic the Hedgehog, sir. I want to start off by saying that I feel like I've already done my time with these kind of movies. And what I mean by that, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus. no, 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 no. That sounds a little negative. What I'm trying to say is it does. it does. But what I'm what I mean by that is, you know, as a parent of a seven soon to be 17 year old and a 21 year old, these movies are sort of in my past now. I don't go to these movies at the theater. No one goes to the theater anymore. But you know what I'm saying? I, I just yes. wouldn't go to this movie. And Sonic doesn't bear any weight with me as far as, my, like, I don't have any nostalgia for Sonic. I remember yes. seeing it, but I just wasn't mm-hmm. really into playing games when Sonic was big. So, yes. whereas I, I know the character and I've seen all the various games on various systems, I just never really got into it. I've played it, but it wasn't my thing. That's so, fair. so, watching this movie, that's kind of where I'm at. 
Sonic the Hedgehog. Let me just give you the plot real quick. It says, after discovering a small blue fast hedgehog, a small town police officer must help it defeat an evil genius who wants to do experiments on it. This evil genius would be none other than Dr. Robotnik, Steve, Jim Carrey. Let's talk about Jim Carrey for a second. Yeah, he's a, he's a jewel, dude. Dude, I think this movie is probably the closest we've gotten to 90s Jim Carrey. He's great in this movie. It doesn't make this movie like a... Like, I'm not going to give it the most super high rating, and it's not for any really bad reasons. I think this movie does just fine on its own for its demographic of people. I think kids will love this movie. I think it's very entertaining for kids. The thing is, I got onto this little pattern that happens with these movies like this when I watch them. There are certain... I'll come back to Jim Carrey. But there are certain... um, certain phrases that are uttered in these movies and they're just, it's like they take these like a template and they just go, let's just fill that Make sure, We have to make sure that we say these things. What I mean by that is how many movies have you seen with a little kid? Something happens and the kid goes, that was awesome. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. Right? I love that. Love it. Or the, the character gets into some weird little, little thing. Maybe he uh, falls down or falls into something or something falls on top of him, And then you hear little help here that kind of stuff, you have to not lock into things like that. There's these little catchphrases that come with certain movies, and those are two of them that you hear in every movie about, you know what I mean, that is, that is targeting kids this age. Uh, other than that, I mean, I think they're supposed to be there, you know what I mean? That's just sort of the, the template for it, but other than that, it was a pretty entertaining movie. This, this movie is definitely aimed at kids, but the acting's strong for what it is. You've got Ben Schwartz, who's the voice of Sonic. He's funny. Ben Schwartz is great. I love Ben Schwartz. James Marsden plays Tom. He is the, uh, he's basically like the, yeah, he's like the surrogate dad, if you will, of Sonic. I'm not going to explain the whole story, but he's Sonic's was a kid. Something happens on his planet and he, those little rings, you know, the rings from Sonic. Yep. Yep. Those are like little portals. So he gets sent to earth with his bag of these little rings to do what he has to do. And that's his story, but he's been living in a cave by himself for a long time. He talks to himself really big on pop culture but basically, when I say talks to himself, because he's Sonic and so fast, he will say something and then run to the other side of the room, dressed up differently and talk to You know what I'm saying? It's that kind of thing. Playing baseball by himself on a diamond. I think if you have kids, you will like this movie. If you have this affection for Sonic the Hedgehog, I think you'll like this movie. For me, it was just a movie. And, and I, I think that you, know, you should watch it. There's really not much else to do right now. I think it's worth a watch. I don't know about spending... Like, how much is this movie now? Like, 20 bucks? I mean, I think you're really going to have to like Sonic to spend 20 bucks on a movie. But like I said, someone gave me a code, and I thought I'd watch it, and it wasn't bad. I've seen a lot worse. Um, Who else is strong in this movie? Really, I'm just going to go ahead and say Jim Carrey kind of takes it as Dr. Robotnik. Like, getting back to him, it's almost like watching Ace Ventura. If you think of, like, how he carried himself as Ace Ventura, there's a lot of that there. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I don't know if this is the best review, but... I did watch it, and I'm going to go ahead and give this one, for a kid's movie, I'll go ahead and give it a 2.5 out of 5 gold rings. I, I know it's totally kind of a weak fair. review, but it didn't. It just wasn't for me. This movie was not for me. I just watched it because I had nothing else to do. I did give out a couple of these codes. I'm not going to say how I got them. It's not nothing illegal. It's just that I was I came up on some codes, and I gave them out. And I know that uh, Paul Hart's kids really liked it. We gave one to Paul. So hope you enjoyed it, Paul. I will say they made a huge improvement to Sonic. Remember that, that like I didn't get all crazy about it because again, Sonic, I have no affection for, but do you remember the first version of Sonic before they shut it down and then redid it because everyone went apeshit for it? Yes. 
Yeah, so it's way better than that. It's a cute movie, and again, Ben Schwartz does a really great job in it. And if you don't mind the little cliches of the little things like I was saying, like, that was awesome and everything, it is your standard kids movie. It's entertaining, there's some cool special effects, and it's pretty funny. So there, there you go. All right, what's next? Okay, so the next two things that we're going to talk about, we've both seen. I'm not through one of them. The other one I'm through with, I actually watched it with our man Kurt and Favon this weekend on the Netflix party, which again, now that I've tested it, it's really fun because, you know, we're able to just send a link and then we all jump in. We watch the movie. We can pause it when we need to, you know, you can rewind it and everything. Mm -hmm. We took a break so they can go pour some wine and we got back to it and we watched this insane movie called The Platform. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's Favon doing with wine? Uh-oh. Hey. <laughs> was I hey. not supposed to say that? The crap is this going on? It was the blood of Jesus. Am I helping? I don't know. <laughs> what the crap is going on here? Hey, you know what? She's a grown-ass woman, Steve. And I think that she can do... She's, you know... I respect her. She's sophisticated. She's a woman that knows what she wants, Steve. And at that point in time, she wanted some wine. I don't think I that she you. should... I don't I think, think you should make her feel some. bad, man. Every I, once in a while... I, I, I would be willing to say that right now... People are drinking more than they ever have. <laughs> I really you hear about the, you hear about the divorce rate spiking. Yeah, because people got to be around each other now. That's what they said. It spiked by like twenty five percent. There's things that are going to happen. Divorce <laughs> rate's going to go up really high, and babies are going to be made. Oh, that's true. We're on and the then, verge of a huge baby boom. Twenty twenty one baby boom. And uh, yeah, I did not. But anyway, I would think that being around your spouse would be wonderful, but apparently it's not. But anyway, please tell us about this other movie, which I want to know about the movie that you've actually seen all the way through. Yeah, well, you've seen this movie, too, and we're talking the platform. That's what I'm getting at. Uh, Wow. Where do I start? (laughs) Where, Where do I start? Yeah. A vertical prison with one cell per level, two people per cell, one only food platform. That sounds weird. Hold on. They spelled that. They said that wrong. Yeah, it's not me. They typed it like that. Yeah, you're why would looking they at it too. It like that? Okay, cool. All right, just so, so you know. Strange. Only one food platform and two minutes per day to feed from up to down. Okay, whoever wrote that this is a terrible. Okay, am, yeah, say it out of your own. I would say invent your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm just so you guys know what I'm doing is I was actually reading this off of IMDb, mm-hmm. and whoever wrote this probably doesn't. This pro- English probably isn't their first language, is what I'm getting. So it just doesn't really make sense. What's happening is you have this. Uh, Again, it's a vertical prison. It's this big ass prison with like hundreds of floors on it, starting from one from the top. And each floor gets worse, which kind of makes sense. I guess it's descending. But what it is, it's uh, it's like, like I said, it's two people per cell. And to me, it seems like it's all, okay, it's really hard to explain this fucking movie. <laughs> Steve's like, hey, you go ahead and explain it, Dan. It's hard to explain. Um, it's very. Let's it's, figure this out together because yeah. I don't want to be stammery, but obviously what we I, both watched the say. movie. I would say this is a ver- it's a vertical prison. Um, I'm not going to tell you how many floors it has, but it's one tray to feed all people. So right. it all depends on how many rations you give to the next floor. Yes, it's and up it, to you. And if I, but may, I'm not going to. But no one knows how far down it goes. Right. No one knows. And so, if I may, this platform, there's just because it's worth thinking about. There's nothing keeping this platform afloat from rising or, or descending. It's, it's, a uh, it's just floating, right? Like it's just a, we never really explain why this platform does what it does. Yeah, it's some magic. It's some, it's some kind of hocus pocusy kind of shit is what's yes. going on. Some, something supernatural perhaps, but yeah, this platform, it doesn't have anything holding it up or anything, but it just goes down and up all day long. And to me, it kind of struck me at first as like a, a movie about like, um, 
social classes or capitalism or something like that. You know, like it's almost like the anti version of eat the rich. It's the rich eating the poor. <laughs> and and it's, level one starts off. You have this this platform. It's so crazy to try and explain this now. I've been thinking about this damn movie all weekend. Um, this platform starts off and it's just full of food. I mean, cakes and pies and turkeys. Just picture a big ass platform full of food, kind of like the tables in Harry Potter when they when they ask for food and everything turns up and they got this big yeah. feast. Starts off like that. By the end of it, it's pretty, you know, if you're down on like level. Well, one of the lower levels, I'll just say that. I don't think you want to give out levels, so I, I, I caught that, and I'm not going to. But once you get down to those lower levels, there's really nothing left for you. And these people, they just gorge themselves on this food. Even at the top level, they don't give a shit about the person that's the, the two people that are like 15 feet below them. They could care less. And I don't think I've ever been more grossed out watching people eat until I saw this movie. You've got people walking all over the food and doing God knows what on the food. Their bare feet stepping into the food. It's so gross. Um, like bare hands. People, like, and they smack. Yeah. When they eat their food. That's <laughs> so nasty. Um, they, ugh. But it's about this. It's based on this one guy, though. I think his name is like Goring. I think I'm saying it correctly. Goring. It's G-O-R-E-N-G. And he shows up and he's got this, this cellmate who's playing like a really, he's like mind-fucking him the whole time, basically. <laughs> and, and and getting into his head just so happens he's got a, a story arc as well, which we won't get into because you're going to find out what that story arc is very quickly when you watch this movie. It's, um, um, help me out, Steve. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I just watched. Um, I would say the, the the thing, the reason that we're not giving a lot away is because there were some very cool surprises. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Right. I didn't. That's the thing is that, you know, and I know how we are on the show. If we have spoilers, we'll give them out. But a lot of times we, we hold back on them. This one, it's just better to go in blind, guys. It's about a prison with a platform. There's some supernatural shit going on. There's a, something to do with something to do with like social classes. Um, What else? I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I want to sell this to you guys because I really think that you should watch it. But I'm going to just straight up say it's like no other movie I've ever seen before. Like, I was just like, huh? What? It was, it was like nothing. And it's, it's a great, it's a great study on, it's a great study on self-preservation. It's an amazing study on that, where it's like, when you want to preserve self, you will do everything to preserve self. When your self isn't necessarily in trouble anymore, you consider, well, maybe I will be one day and still act that way. It's really interesting. It's very interesting. And I want to say that the entire time that I was watching this movie, I know I'm making it sound like I just don't know what I watched. You'll understand why I said that. I think you will, at least when you watch the movie. But it's not like I wasn't following the movie. In fact, we were joking about it stuff because we were watching on a Netflix party. So we're commenting on it. Hey, what did you think this meant? You know, oh, wow, that was really crazy. Never seen anything like that before. We were following the movie just fine. And we were enjoying the movie just fine. And I, I think I could speak for Favon and Curtis when I say this. We got to the end. And, um, you know, we're big on this show about sticking the landing. I don't know about you, Steve, but I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't think the ending stuck. I don't think, I, that, I don't like think it, I don't think all. they stuck the landing at all. It was, nope, nope. I don't know what happened. I do know that, uh, the writer of the movie or the director actually explains the ending online. It was on this article on NME.com, but even his explanation for it is like, well, I would just rather you interpret it, which means I don't know what the fuck happened. I just finished the movie. I think <laughs> like, I don't know why. like it's not get out. We're talking about 
where it's like, okay, what happens next? But in this one, it, it just went from one thing to another. It went from kind of like, okay, this is weird. And there's some weird science going on with how this, this platform works and all of that and the building itself. And where is this building and, and what's below it and whatnot. But then at the very end, it takes this other weird turn and it involves this little girl. That's all I'll say. And I don't, I just don't know. I matter of fact, if you watch this movie, ladies and gentlemen, and you have an explanation of what is going on, I am begging you to email us at yes. heroes of noise podcast at gmail.com and explain it to me. Cause I don't know what the fuck I just watched when it comes to the ending. That said, this was a super entertaining movie. It was, it was more like, um, like I can't believe what I'm seeing on screen kind of stuff entertaining, but it had me like it had me sucked in the entire time. It just totally flipped me on my ear at the very end. And I just don't know what happened. And I feel like I'm giving really shitty reviews today, man. But um, this one, this one threw me, this one is still in my head. And it is, uh, I would say it's probably the weirdest movie that I've seen this year. For sure. Oh, I think I saw Midsummer this year. So it doesn't, for me, that was yeah, I'm it, talking about a movie that's well. Actually, this movie came out in 2019, but it debuted on Netflix this year. So that's why I'm counting it as something that you know came out this year. But I see your point. Yeah. But uh, very strange. It is a Spanish film, I believe. So it's dubbed. It's dubbed well. It didn't bother me at all. Um, it is gory. So if you're not into gore, I'll give you the warning on that one. There's there's a lot of blood in this movie. Um, there's also some bodily things that happen in this movie. <laughs> Remember that brother with the rope? Bruh. <laughs> That's a dirty trick that that guy pulled. Bruh. <laughs> if you've seen the movie, you guys know what I'm talking about. That dude that's trying to get up to the next level and the guy that was going to help him. And then what happens was that was not right. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably going to get Corona now because of that. It was gross. It's so nasty. But I mean, I liked it. Did you like it? I liked it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was. In, I thought it was more of an interesting watch. I would if someone was like, "Is it a good movie?" I'm like, "It's an interesting movie." Would you recommend the movie to somebody? No. I think it's worth a watch because it's some crazy shit that I guarantee you haven't seen before. Um, if you are smarter than me, and believe me, that's not hard to do. I think that you might be able to figure out the ending, and maybe it's going to mean something to you. But the general opinion of what I've been hearing is that no one knows what the hell happened. No one knows. And I, I don't and I don't buy that whole I don't buy that whole I'm gonna leave it up to the audience to figure out bullshit. I really don't. I feel like I don't know. I don't know if the director's just like, okay, well, we got this far and I don't know how to end this one. Because it just goes so reverse, like literally when I say in reverse, and rapidly at the very at the last, we're talking like the last two minutes of this movie. And I just don't know what the hell happened. So nope. uh anything to say before we rate this one? Nope, that you've pretty much nailed it. I'm going to go ahead and give the platform two out of five dropping deuces. <laughs> I will give the platform two, yeah, about two out of five strips of human flesh. <laughs> that inner thigh? Woo! Yikes. Woo! <laughs> that was, see, that's when, like, okay, getting back to it, when that stuff started happening, I'm like, okay. We've got a psychological thriller on our hands here. And how is he going to do, you know, how is he going to beat this guy? And then it wraps up really quickly. Oh, uh, <laughs> this is kind of mean. But the lady in the movie that was working for the prison and then ends up in the cell with the dog. Yes. 
I wish I could have pointed this out to you. Like if you could look at the screen right now and see it, dude, she looks like butthead from Beavis and butthead. Does she? <laughs> Next, if you watch this movie and you get to the lady with the dog in the cell, the one that used to work in the prison guys, and you watch this, pull up a picture of Beavis and butthead. And this lady looks like fucking butthead. It's crazy. It's really weird. And, and I, uh, pointed that out. I pointed that out to Favon and Curtis. And they were like, oh, shit. Yeah, he That's really funny. does look like butthead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm falling flat on these reviews. But I honestly just could not explain this movie to you. It was very, uh, maybe I'm not smart enough to do it. I don't know. I I'd know everything it, that I it's saw. It's one of those watch it yourselves. Yeah, watch it for yourself. Don't fold, cl- you know, don't fold clothes. No. Don't cook. Attention. Give yeah. this movie. Don't put your phone down. And just watch this movie. Don't let anything else distract you because you're going to need it. <laughs> I really do feel that way. And maybe at the end of this, you can explain to me what the hell just happened because I do not know. But that is the platform. It's on Netflix. And uh, I will say I think you should check it out only because it's definitely going to be something different than what you've been watching. I guarantee it. Fair. What, what else you got? Well, now I, I will tell you that I watched um, Bad Boys for Life. But I think we're going to save that one because you're going to be watching Bad Boys for Life, right? Obviously, we can't go to the movie, so we're going to be talking about some older stuff, too. Not that old, but a little bit older. We can do a bonus for Bad Boys and and Dr. Sleep. You want to do that? Yeah. Tell you what. Watch Bad Boys for Life first and tell me if you want to give it that much time. I know I have a lot to say about Dr. Sleep. (laughs) I'm going to explain Bad Boys for Life as quickly as I can. All right, I'm going to just condense the movie real quick. Bad Boys for Life. We got history, right? And it's like, hey, we're Bad Boys for Life, right? We got this one last thing that we got to do, right? Look, man, I don't know. I'm old now. I got a grandkid. I'm married. I just I just want to slow it down. I don't want to do this anymore. But I thought you said Bad Boys for Life. I did say Bad Boys for Life, but not like this. Look, man, I need you. Bad Boys for Life puts out the fist. All right, man, bad boys for life. And that's the movie. Thank you very much. Thank you. I will be watching it tonight. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. It's yeah. just, it's, 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 it's more bad boys for life. But I think that we could have more fun if we talk about this movie when you've actually watched it. Totally, Obviously we can. Totally fair. There's things to say. I think I'm just going to hold back on it right now. No rating, nothing like that. That was the short version of what happened in this movie. Oh, yeah. And by the way, you got to help me out because there's some history with this person that's trying to kill me. And that's all. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, fair. And the the uh, the big bad carries a surprise. Woo! Okay, that's right. All right. I'm just dropping out little 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 pieces of bread and seeing which catfish come up in the river to to get them. You know what I'm saying? Totally fair. All right, last one, and then we'll get the hell out of here. I want to say that uh, Ozark season three started last Friday, and I was really looking forward to it when when it came. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to watch the. Oh, I forgot. I never finished season two, so I spent the weekend finishing season two, and I just got on to season three in the last couple of days, and I'm up to episode three. How far are you? Episode three. All right, rock and roll. So we can talk about this one, but I'm going to give a lot of props to season two because I just forget every time I start watching Ozark, I forget how good it is and how. Like, I would never want to be in their position because it's just one stressful thing after another. We patch one thing up, another thing happens. Two things happen now. Now I'm dealing with three at the same time. One of them's put away. Now I got two more. It's always something with the show, man. You can't trust anybody, including your own family. And it just gets crazier and crazier. It's one of the most dysfunctional families I've ever seen in a a television series, first of all. But Jason Bateman is... 
he's directing this one and acting in it. He's and I know a lot of people do that, but he is murdering Killing. the show, dude. Holy shit. Laura Linney as Wendy Bird murdering the screen. Uh, of course, Julie Garner, who plays Ruth Langmore, murdering the fucking screen. They're all really, really, it's good. really good. So, dude. and it was a pleasure like Gail, she was kind of hit or miss on season one, not because she didn't, I think what is she just didn't want to sit down and watch it. So she would watch a little bit and be into it, but she never quite remembered it because she kind of would, she wasn't giving it her full attention. Well, I finally got her to sit down and watch starting at like mid season of two. Now she wants to go back and watch it all because it's so good. But now we're at season three and things have changed. The family dynamic has changed yet again. There is uh, even less trust going on. There's been a shift of power. And if you have watched the show, you know, the cartel is a big part of it. And uh, what's her name? Is it Helen? Helen, yeah, Helen Pierce, I believe, is there. Um, how do you say that? She's like the consigliere, right? Yes. Yeah, she's kind of like the consigliere for the. So for good. The, uh, yes. Yeah, for the uh, uh, the cartel. But she's it's like there's a whole new dynamic to her now, too. Do you think they wrote her a little bit differently and gave her a different story arc because she was so good in season two? I think they just didn't want her to be a robot. So she has to have something different. Like she has to have now uh, a family member. Like she can't just be this robotic because be on season two, she was like a robot. She was yeah, like Terminator. But, and I think it's, this is sort of explaining why she's that yes. way. Yes. Yes. You know, um, what's her name? Uh, Miranda. What is it? Miranda Pierce. Is it? That's in um, Devil Wears Prada. Who's played by uh, Meryl Streep. I, You've seen Devil Wears Prada, never right? Never seen Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Well, Anyway, I love this freaking movie, but I should probably know the name. But anyway, Miranda, she's the boss and she's just vicious and mean and callous and says the meanest shit to people and everything like that. She she needs somebody to beat up on. Right. But there is this one part of the movie where you see like what's going on inside her home and it's a completely different dynamic. She's she doesn't have the power in the home. You know what I mean? Okay. And I'm thinking that for those that have seen it. Just associate that with with Ozark. I think that's what's going on with the character of Helen. You are now seeing you know, she's very callous and she's working for the cartel. I imagine you would have to be to do some of the shit that these that they do. But now you're seeing her in her family dynamic, and I think that explains a lot. I don't know exactly where it's going, but I'm thinking that's going to be a kind of a maybe not the, the most significant part of the series, but it's definitely going to be something that pops up in this season, and, and and we see what happens with that because Helen is not the same person anymore. And you're seeing this other side of her. You're seeing her family. She's now living in the Ozarks for reasons I won't get into. But yes, there's there's a whole bunch going on. But she has latched on to Wendy Bird. And Wendy's just going off the hook, man. And where I'm at right now, I, I just don't know where this season's going to go. And I kind of love it, you know? Same with me. I don't know where it's going. Like, by by episode three, I'm still like, okay, I love that it's going somewhere. And I know it knows where it's going. But I have zero idea where it's going. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if after this season, some during the season, someone important dies. Oh yeah, that's going to happen for sure. But what about uh, what are your thoughts on Darlene Snell this season? That's the meanest woman. Who's Darlene Snell? Yeah, Darlene Snell. You know the Snells, the ones that own the. Oh, you talking about the, the old lady? Yeah, I think she's just weathered. I don't know how old she I don't is, think but I think she mean. just looks weathered. What? What are you no. talking about? <laughs> she brought in homeboy, took him in under her wing, let him stay in the yeah. cabin. Yeah, she took him under her wing for a reason, though. Maybe. 
Do you remember what happened that season two? I do. However, I don't think she's like, she just loves things. And when she loves something, she's very passionate about that thing. Her face is what makes her seem mean. She, dude, she is vicious as fuck in that show. Like she's the, if I can refresh your memory a little bit, when did you watch season two? I I remember what she, I'm not going to ruin it, but I know that someone she loved, she had to handle her business. That too. But before that happened, do you remember what she did to the product? What did she, I don't remember what she did to the product. I just remember what she did to people. Remember when she, remember when she crushed up all that fentanyl and just killed all those fucking people? (laughs) Just to send a message to the cartel that they're, that, you know, they're not to be messed with. I mean, it's not nice. They're cartel (laughs) members. I understand that, but she was not killing the cartel. She was just killing random people. That worked for the most evil people on the planet. No, that were the, the, the users. All those people died and overdosed, including that one chick that was kind of like flirting with, with Oh, uh, Marty. yeah, now I remember. Oh, yeah. sniff. Still don't think she's that mean. Okay, well, I'm going to have to strongly disagree with you on that Jay, one, Think about I'm what sure. Jason Bateman's been doing over the last two seasons. Who he's oh, been working and, for. Yes, yes, yes. And by the way, I am drawing a similarity now. It has nothing to do with the plot of the show. Maybe a little bit. But I'm thinking that Marty Bird is turning into like a Walter White at this point. Um, I think maybe not this, not, not in his um his occupation, but just how like we watched Breaking Bad and we saw Walter White go from being a victim of circumstance, trying to make some ends meet and, and set a few things up for when he goes to becoming this vicious person. And I think that Marty Bird is definitely getting into that. Like he's he's so callous now. He has to do all this shit because he has no other choice to do it. Uh, but he's not even and he's not even hesitating anymore. I would think that I in my opinion, I think it's the wife turning into uh the the um breaking bad guy because he's trying to say, we want to go straight. And she's like, uh-uh, we're in. We're going all the way now. That is clearly breaking bad guy. She wants to be the danger. She even brought in Homegirl to make her even more threatening. She's turning that. She is. You're right. But I, okay, fair enough. He's trying to be I, like, I totally let's go you. straight. Let's just yes, get rid of this. He is. Yeah. But he's also doing shit that's highly illegal to, they're both, and, and both, this is how I take it. They're both doing these vicious things for the what they think is the best for their family. Yes. Like, their end game is to get the family away from the cartel, but they're both doing all this vicious shit to get there. You know, we're talking you know, explosions, yeah. which I won't get into all kinds of shit. But yes, I think you're the right. wife think isn't more, trying I think to get that away Wendy, from them. The wife is not. I, see, that's what I'm wondering about, because I always think with with Wendy, there's always like a she's always got something in her back pocket. So I think that she is being very close with Helen right now. And, you know, the cartel, I, I think it's for a reason that we don't know just yet. And I think she's going hardcore with it. But I don't. But then again, she's always been the one that kind of. She she went out of character first. Yeah, you know she had the affair. She she um she's constantly going like right now. What's going on is that they're whatever Marty does when he's going to do the opposite and vice versa. Yes, and but they're all doing it for the same reason. I think I don't. Th- I think Wendy wants power. They the if Wendy wants power and Marty is in front of her trying to take power. She's like, I'm in charge now. Yeah, you could be right. I kind of interpreted it as that. Again, they're both trying. I really think that Wendy's trying to get away from the cartel, but the only way that she's going to get away from the cartel is to make this casino happen. 
and again, I don't think I'm really giving spoilers, but she has to make this casino happen and happen really big and not just like the casino opening, but you know, all of the surrounding land and the competition and everything there, they want to get all of that taken care of. So that way they don't die. And I think that she feels like Marty's doing the wrong thing. She's going about, he's going about it the wrong way. So she's like, okay, screw you. You're not doing a good job anymore. I'm going to do what I think is right to make this happen. But unfortunately that means just going against everything you're saying. And, but the other thing about that is, is that she's now having dreams. I'm sorry. I'm processing this as I'm talking about it. She's now having dreams that are kind of telling us a different thing. Yeah, she's not. Marty. She is the. She is the bad. Okay, maybe it took me a little time to get there, Steve. But I'm not <laughs> arguing. <with you. laughs> maybe you're right about that. I don't know. I'm only in season. Uh, excuse me, episode three. And quite honestly, I could watch episode three again because we were sort of distracted. But yeah, man, I'm very curious to see where this goes. Uh, you're you finished all of three? Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen at this point? Because Marty's in a whole other place now. Like you've seen, if you've seen the poster for season three, you know what I'm talking about. But Marty's in a in a situation right now. We're just about to get down to that right now. I I do miss Homegirl's husband. I loved his character, Helen's husband. Helen's husband? The, no, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, 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 shoot, the one you said is mean. Oh, the Snells. I miss him. I do miss him. I loved his character. Right. We won't say where he is. Well, I mean, look, there. if this turns into... For a, those of you that haven't seen Ozark, I'm saying, I don't want to... Yeah, I'm not going to say where he goes, but he had to get out of the situation fairly quickly. He got out real quick. Yeah, and so <laughs> um, we, I miss him. Hopefully he comes back, you know? <laughs> that, that'll that be a whole different type of show. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be more of a, you know, uh, 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 it takes turn from mystery to horror. And, yeah, um, that'd be kind of dope. Listen, I'm here for it, though. Know, you know, I, I watch if it. he shows up, I'll, do you understand how ju- pumped I'd be if this just turns into a different show? All Cabin in the Woods. Oh, you, dude, you know I would saying? love that. <laughs> it won't happen. Most people would not like that. <laughs> yeah, I would, though. I'd be there with you. I'd be popcorn and everything, man. But during, like, I again, Jason Bateman's killing it. I mean, I can't rate this season yet because I haven't finished it. But if it sticks the landing, it's going to get the same high marks I gave the other seasons. Okay, you don't have to rate the season, but for now, what are you giving it? Just where you are right now. You I'm can change. Gonna, four it's, out I'm of not going to hold you to it. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Four out of five so far. It could totally go five, but I have to see what happens. But four out of five is very fair for three episodes right now. No um, question. Some of the strongest acting on Netflix, you guys. Uh, in my opinion, one of the best shows on Netflix by far. And I've said that from day one. This show is just doing something else. And if you like things like Breaking Bad... I think this is the show for you if you haven't seen it yet. So, yes, that is Ozark Season 3 on Netflix, debuted last Friday. And you should check it out because you know damn well you got nothing else to do. And I would say I'm one of the few people that like Ozark more than Breaking Bad. Oh, I would agree with you. You know, I thought Breaking Bad was good, but I just think, man, they just take it to a... Jason Bateman is a different beast, dude. You know what I think that they, they're doing that's different than Breaking Bad is that they're able to put more content in in less seasons yes. than Breaking Bad did. Breaking Bad could have condensed their seasons a little bit. They could have, what did they end up with? Like, was it six seasons? Like, yeah. I want to say it was like something like that, like six seasons. But let's just say if the number six, I think they could have done it in five. Some of the stories went a little long. It got a little bit, uh, it got a lot, actually. I got a lot of anxiety watching that show, dude. Towards the end, 
Because it's just, again, it's just that something is always happening. It's always happening. That show gave me a little bit of anxiety when I watched it. Ozark doesn't really do that. I think that they, they're they possibly, and someone's, maybe it's blasphemy. I feel like there's better storytelling going on in Ozark than there is with Breaking Bad. Agreed. Sorry, Vince Gilligan. But other than that, uh, yeah, that's it. That's the show, you ladies and gentlemen. All of you out there listening right now, what have we covered so far? Patreon temporarily shut down. We'll be back soon. You guys are going to get more shows on this feed and that's good for you guys. Um, COVID going crazy right now. New things are changing as we go. We don't always want to talk about it, but when things that are significant happen, we got to talk about it and we got to, got to check in with each other, make sure we're doing okay. Uh, rest in peace. Adam Schlesinger of Fountains of Wayne dead at 52 new run. The jewels is the shit. Steve's happy. I'm very surprised. I really didn't think you were going to like it for some reason. So I'm happy about that. And then of course we watched all these crazy movies. And if you really want to just be confused to the point where you don't know what the fuck's going on, watch the platform on Netflix. That's it. That's it. That is the size of it. I love you guys. The next voice you're going to be hearing again is the dude, the myth, the man, the legend, Dan. I I love you guys. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Stay safe. (laughs) Peace out. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to say the same thing, too. I hope you all have a great weekend. We will be back soon. Maybe two shows next week. Maybe not. I don't know. But we're going to fulfill what we're talking about, okay? We want to thank each and every one of you that that respond to us and write in and give us, you know, love to the show. We thank you. This is why we do it, and we, we love you for it. So stick around. More to come from us. My name is Dan Ramirez. That's Steve Hudson. We are the heroes of noise. You hear me? Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>